Welcome to another episode of the show. I want to talk about MLMs again. And one thing about them that um, is a big, basically the main reason of why I like following anti-MLM content and why I find it so interesting and in a, in a different way is the way that uh, multi-level marketing network marketing companies take advantage of people that have trauma. Um, it's really bad. It's really, really bad. And this is like why, um, it's, so one thing with like anti-MLM content is that when you watch the videos and you see the things that people who are in these companies say or do, and you hear the stories from people who used to be in them and got out and all this sort of stuff, it's very easy to like look at those stories and things and just write those people off of like that like how could they do that that's such a horrible thing to do that's such a horrible thing to say I could never do that um they're the worst they deserve all of this bad things happening to them blah 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 um it's very easy to do that because that's like a natural human reaction like when you see videos of somebody or hear stories about how um, how, like, someone, like, manipulated people or tried to manipulate them through, like, shame or guilt or whatever to stay in a network marketing company because they were on their team, and if those people left their team, then they would lose money, and they, so they, like, put them through all this stuff, like, harass them afterwards, like, shut them out where all the people that they were friends with suddenly all just block them and they have nobody left, and they're, they're left completely abandoned and alone, and all this stuff in between. It's like, it's easy to just do that. Um, and, but I like try to fight against that because, or fight against it completely. Like, obviously when you read about these things or see the things that people do, you do get angry and upset at them. Um, that's a natural human reaction. And they should be like held accountable one day for the decisions that they have made and I honestly believe that like everyone who engages in multi-level marketing will be um in some way one day just because the the um I forget the word but like the world um that it's in is so precarious it's always kind of teetering on an edge in a way because every single because every single person like the see like one of the things that doesn't get talked about enough is that every multi-level marketing company has, like, CEOs. They have, like, corporate staff, like every other company does. And the people who started the owner is some is usually different than the CEO, right? Those people and basically everyone who works for, like, the corporate organizations in some way they get like a cut of all of the money that all of the um partners all of the workers are getting and they also get all of the benefits and they make a fuck ton of money and like so every single person that starts a multi-level marketing company or is involved in it at that level they they know what they're doing like they know that they're abusing people at in like the highest way to make a ton of money and they also know that the things that they're doing aren't really aren't legal um like they know exactly what the definition of a pyramid scheme is and because you don't get involved in network marketing and start a business like that without knowing that you just you don't you know exactly what they are because you know what to say and what to tell your um like the people that you bring into your your company you know what to tell them to say you know what to tell them to do and how to market your product and how to market the business opportunities so that to try to act like you don't you don't are you aren't running a pyramid scheme but you are and they all know that they but they also know that it takes time for the FTC to like um, go after everyone that they want and because of the owners of Amway being extremely connected when it comes to 
the Republican side of government and they're being lobbyists for multi-level marketing, they know that it takes a lot for the FTC to be able to go after them and shut them down. So they basically just try to operate as a as a business as long as humanly possible and make the most amount of money that they can until it eventually like goes out of business, shuts down or both. Like every single every multi-level marketing company kind of goes through like these waves. There's a every single one they never they don't usually last for very long because of the whole thing that the only way for them to succeed is like by like an unlimited amount of people continuing to join at one point like enough people have joined it where everyone knows what it is and people don't want to get involved anymore because they know that it's been around for so long that they likely won't be able to move up the payment plan and so people instead want to join newer companies that are doing something different as opposed to one that's been around for a long time like money right now um they've been around for like eight years nine years and they're losing a ton of people like if you ever want to see kind of like the fascination of multi-level marketing companies and like the like balance that a lot of the people who especially people who are high up of the pyramid how they like balance like them wanting to like they're always trying to like act like their life is perfect and everything is wonderful and they make all of this money and everything is great and because that's the it's like everything of that a lot of what they post online is like pretty fucking fake it's the only way that they like tell them to do like attraction marketing that's like attraction marketing in their minds of like posting things like that to try to get people to come to them to be like oh my god what do you do for a living because none of them ever usually put like anywhere on like their social media on like Instagram they never put like straight up usually that they work for a network marketing company or anything like that that you usually have to go like searching and even the ones that do usually have to go like searching to find out what network marketing company they even work for because they want you to have to message them to ask so that they can be like talking to you one-on-one instead of them looking and instead of them putting it on there and you being able to google it and read like information about the company from someone that isn't working in it um but anyway what i'm trying to say here is that like the people right now in money like the top people in money they're like very clearly and obviously like desperate for new people because so many people are leaving like it's every month it seems for the last like three months some like big team that is high up in the company leaves for another one and like every and there must be like so many other people leaving too like the like a lot of smaller people that wouldn't get like people's attention because they're not like a huge team um yeah like that's tends to be how it goes so like anyone who starts a network marketing company they know exactly what they're doing they're not like naive to any of it they know that they're like kind of towing the line with like legality um and so I always kind of think that everyone who's in that world operate in it they're always kind of like it reminds me of like the self-destructive kind of things I used to do like I used to when I was like suicidal or just like really depressed something that I used to do to almost just like push people's buttons that I definitely picked up that like habit from my dad because he did the same thing is like would be like I would like do things that I knew like would put me in a precarious situation but I like wouldn't care because I was so depressed or whatever that I like just didn't care about it so I would like do these things to like almost see how far I could push before going off the edge um like when like I used to when I was like really depressed and stuff I used to do door when I did DoorDash delivery driving for my job I used to take orders that were in like the hood like the worst part of where I live and I wouldn't care that I was like driving around at night in like those shitty areas and my car had like broken down multiple times a year already from driving it so much and I was like not paying 
attention really to what I was doing or where I was going. I just, I like wouldn't even care that I was doing that because I didn't care what happened to me or like money wise when I was like during that time and like even after, after that time too, there'd be times when I would know, I would, I would know that I only had like, this was something that I used to do up until like this time last year, basically. Um, or like and up until like last fall, basically that I would know, like, you know, money is tight after I would like pay a bill or I would pay rent or whatever. And I would know that for the rest of the week, for like the next week, I have like $50 in my account. And I would, I would like logically know that if I like, if I like ordered out a bunch of stuff from like shipped and got it sent to me, things that I could like make for many meals throughout the week that I could last on that and then I if I just like didn't um buy anything until like you know like the day before or something my check was supposed to come in or just didn't at all then like that money would last me fine but then it was like there was always like this like like self-destructive side of me every single time that happened it would get to be like three days before my two or three days before my check would come and like my money would still be there. I would have like twenty, thirty dollars left. And then I would just like order out pizza that would like take up the majority of that money. And every single time I did that, there would always be like some random bill that would be like five dollars or something, like one of those like random subscriptions that we get that we forget about that would go through my account and make me go negative for the last day leaving it where like I would have I had like no possibility that I could like spend money on anything so and I hate it I absolutely hated it whenever that happened because I would just think like what if there's some emergency and I literally have no way of getting anywhere or going getting anything or like fixing it and it was completely because of just me like pushing the boundaries of what I know I'm supposed to be doing um And so, like, I feel like a a lot of people in network marketing, especially the ones that have been around for a long time and know what they're doing, that's essentially what they're doing. And um, I wanted to talk about how they, like, how they take advantage of people who have trauma that have not worked through it yet. And also how people who haven't worked through that trauma can become like these big leaders in network marketing and can like it can kind of lead them into becoming these people that they really aren't because like like I was saying like what I was saying earlier when I first started this episode was like it's easy to like hear the stories of these things that these people are doing and just think that they're horrible people but it's one of those things of like you don't really know like what will happen to you if you if you get like pushed almost to like the limit and if you're manipulated to that point and you have like no other options you do shit that maybe doesn't make sense in in the moment but you have but that's like what your environment almost turned you into that's not who those people really are and like one thing that is really good about the anti-MLM movement currently is that a lot of people that are, like, that have, um, like, some of, like, the most well-known people in the community that make videos on YouTube and such are people that have left MLMs, that have gotten, like, pretty high up in them, and they have talked about, they've, like, like, made videos reacting to themselves when they were in the MLM, and, like, shown the difference between how they acted then and who they actually are now. And, um, they've talked about the things that they did then and, and, um, and how they did most of the stuff that they talk about, like, people doing now. And, like, the person that they were when they were in the MLM is not who they really were. They, like, the MLM took, like, these things about them and twisted them. That's, like, the thing that's so insidious, I think, about this sort of, these companies is that the manipulation in these companies, it's one of the things that's so hard about manipulation is that when, when someone, like, comes to you when you're in a really bad place, 
it's very easy for them to kind of take you in and be kind of like your hero like the one that kind of saves you from something and for you to become like completely devoted to them and so then you then find yourself doing whatever they ask and they can basically kind of mold you into a person if there's someone that is manipulative they can absolutely do that to you without you even realizing that you're doing it because you think this person is a good person because they've helped you all this time and so you do these things predicated on this idea like everyone in the multi-level marketing world they think that when they say that they're helping they literally think they're helping people they think that them talking about like these extremely traumatic things that have happened to them in their lives um, on social media and like and like using it to recruit to get people into like their business they don't see anything wrong with that because to them they think that being in the MLM and being in this world has like helped them deal with that trauma so to them them talking about it is just a way for them to find more people that will then feel better and will go through the same process of feeling like they belong and all this sort of stuff um after like if they join like like they did they don't understand though that the people that initially asked them to join because of this horrible thing that they were going through were manipulating them they don't see that they think that it's a good thing and that's like one of the things that's so hard about manipulation and abuse is that people can sometimes you can do like horrible things sometimes to people but think that you're doing the right thing. It's never as like black and white as people want it to be. And um, that's what like, that's why I find this stuff, I find myself following this stuff so much and I just like wish I could help everyone that is in one of these companies, even the most high up people that have, that are like making a bunch of money off of people and are like the last people that you would ever think would get out. I still wish I could talk to all of them and try to get through to them just a little bit because um because that's basically what's happening with them they're they just they what am I trying to say um somebody took advantage of their trauma basically and it turned them into someone that they're not and they don't even realize it and it's so hard to see that happening and like it's part of the whole thing of like, part of multi-level marketing that you learn once you start watching the videos and things like that is that, um, the, like, the things that, like, people who are in these companies, how they, like, show things, like, how they decide to frame things in a way, like, framing is a very specific thing that they all use as, like, a way to manipulate. Like, um, for example, just from my own life, my mom is like a fucking expert at like framing things manipulative people who fall on manipulation in order to like prove their point or to think that they're right or whatever they're really good at doing that um a lot of like abusive people are really good at doing that so like one thing for example the whole time that I was growing up my mom said that she divorced my dad when I was 12 because um she didn't want me and my sister growing up being afraid of him and so, like, me as an adult, when I, like, started dealing with all of the abuse that he did to me and she was complicit of, that's one of those things that I've asked her, like, wh- why did you really get divorced from him? Because it wasn't because of that, because I can remember, like, me being absolutely terrified of him for years. And that was something that you definitely knew about. So, like, what like so what was the actual reason I don't know but like that was the way that she framed it because that made her look the best and they're like the thing that like with when people frame like that is that there's little parts of stories that are true so like yes my parents did get divorced and yes me and my sister were like becoming more were like more afraid of my dad my sister was likely getting more afraid of him the older that she got um I was already afraid of him but still you get my point like yes me and my sister were afraid of him yes my parents did get divorced so it somewhat makes sense that they would get my mom would divorce him so that we wouldn't grow up 
terrified of him and and all that but like only if you ignore like every other thing (laughs) that happened when when they were like together does that actually make sense but like if you don't know that like backstory that can like somewhat be rational and that was something that like I convinced myself was true growing up because that was an easier thing to accept than the truth right okay um that's a lot of like what people do when they're in multi-level marketing companies and it's kind of a thing of like sometimes when people leave them and then they start making anti-MLM content, they can sometimes get frustrated because we question everything that people say, like, people who are in, like, MLM Hans say in their videos. And it's like, we're not questioning this to try to say that, like, you're a liar or everyone's a liar or no one ever tells the truth or anything like that. We're questioning it because we've just heard stories so many times that have been, like, misleading that it's best to kind of question things that unless you can prove it and then see um and that otherwise you just like can never be sure that this is like the reality of how these things went like for example the wfab team on igenius now that we're on monet is a really good example of this um of like how their like initial trauma was kind of used and manipulated by people in MLMs and has now like led them to be like doing stuff that is like definitely harming people like iGenius is I could go into that I'm not going to go into that company but everything that company does is extremely expensive like they have like the only way to do that MLM is if you like join the company in order to like get access to like their programs that are supposed to teach you how to like buy crypto and like use the stock market but like everything they do has like fees attached to it and like that's something that a lot of multi-level marketing companies do there's like fees with like everything they do but particularly that one there's like no product that you can just like buy it's not like you can buy like supplements or shampoo or makeup or whatever so like you you have like a monthly payment just to like be a part of the company if you like get like four people on your team you don't have to pay that monthly payment but like that's hard to keep up and then but then like everything else like all the other programs that they do that they teach you how to use that are supposed to get you money you have to like put a bunch of money into them in order to try to get money back and like anything with like using stock market or especially crypto since crypto has crashed there's a high chance that you're going to lose your money when you do that and so like you have to like it's just so much money I honestly have a hard time believing that even the top people on that team that are like high up their plan make any like significant amount of money like more than they made in like Monet or any other or outside of like network marketing because just because of how many fees there are attached and like actually one of them um that's there's like two main leaders of that team and one of them recently they did that thing that's going around on Instagram where you can ask people can ask you anonymous questions and um one of them was asked if they've ever done like a cost uh like a cost statement like I forget what it's called but like the statement like the excel spreadsheet that you make to figure out like this is how much I've spent like how much money I've gotten in this is how much I've spent to see if they're making a profit because most that's like a very basic thing that most businesses do um because that like obviously if you you're not gonna like add on like in a traditional business you're not gonna add on like a new employee or like take on like um new things or spend money on new things if you don't if you aren't making a profit or if you don't know like how much you're making so that you can plan out like where you can work so that you can gain more money um that's very normal like the friend that I work for that I do like four hours a week of like digital marketing stuff like she figured out before I before she asked me to help her like she already knew by then that she needed like someone to give like part-time work and that it would only be like a couple hours a week and like she's like the last like few months or so she's been like trying out different things that can help grow her business 
in the hopes that like you know one day she would be able to like have me work more hours like a more like full-time schedule and so she's like trying to figure out how to build up like their affiliate program or and a couple like other things that we're trying out and if like if that builds up enough to the point where it becomes like a that could be like a full-time job for me but she knows but because she's done like that like cost like that profit loss statement that's it the profit loss statement she knows that right now she doesn't have enough work for me to do that she doesn't make enough money in order to pay me like a like a full-time wage right now so she's doing things to try to figure out if that's possible one day down the line um and so like that's a good example of how like most businesses do one of the people in wfab recently was asked if they've done one and they straight up said no that they've never done one before and they're not going to and then started talking about how they're gonna um they're gonna be trying new things in their business and they're gonna be spending even more money and it's like when I look at that, I see somebody that is, like, not just, like, in denial, but is, like, purposefully keeping themselves in denial. Like, because she has to know, like, her and, like, everyone in WFAB, especially the ones that are higher up in the payment, uh, in the pyramid, they have to know, like, because the people higher up in WFAB, they, like, straight up watch, like, anti-MLM content made about them. They don't even try to pretend like they don't at this point. So, like, they'll say things sometimes in the, like, in their, like, Zoom calls and, like, live streams and videos that they make on Instagram where they're, like, you can tell that they're, like, quoting things that we've said. Like, they did that, like, they they did the super cringy, like, YouTube show and, um, and in part of the show they were talking about when they left money and, like, so many people got upset at them and they were, like, not understanding why they got they're they're getting upset and one of them was like this is a job you're like we're just leaving a job to go to another one it shouldn't be like this big of a deal and it's like yeah but like you this isn't just a normal job this is like a cult and even outside of that it was more that like when you were working at a normal job like me at my job if I like came to work on Monday and I put in my two weeks notice I haven't spent like the last few months like recruiting people to work at my company saying that it's a great company that I can't imagine working anywhere else that I love working here that this is the best job I've ever had and I could never do anything else and this is the products are like the best products that's ever been in existence like they were with Monet like they were actively recruiting people to join their team for months when they knew the entire time that they were going to leave to another company that was completely different than the one they worked at. So they're like on social media saying that money is the greatest company and their products are great and they could never imagine going anywhere else when they're actively planning on leaving that company and switching to another one because that company is not, they can't like, they can't get up the pyramid. They like got they knocked down a bunch of ranks which tends to happen in multi-level marketing it's not a sustainable business because people realize they're not making money and they quit and so like they fell down the payment plan or like fell down the ranks and they were trying to get themselves back up but they couldn't because people don't want to buy $40 shampoo that makes your hair fall out (laughs) and among other things so like but like instead of admitting that they acted like everything was fine until the last second and then suddenly was like I'm leaving like that's why people were upset but like that line they said like this is a job this isn't like anything important you should be able to like leave a job without all of this stuff happening was something that people say in anti-MLM videos so like they were clearly watching the ones that people made about them and because of the situation that they're in are likely like especially like recently they started like making reels and stuff using what people in anti-MLM have said to like combat it they're like actively trying to act like the anti-MLM community hates them um calling us haters (laughs) and like using what we say to try to counteract it because it's it's one of the it's the cognitive dissonance thing that happens is like 
you can only hear this stuff for so long before you like before you start wondering like why is there an anti-MLM movement if MLMs are as great as I think they are why is there an entire movement of people not wanting us to exist and trying to find ways to stop us from existing why are there people from other companies and even the ones that I've been in that have left like doing MLM that have been as successful as I am and are now doing anti-MLM content like what do they know that I don't know like you just get curious and you want to know and and so now that they've they've gotten to that point they know they know what we say and so now instead of like they're not ready to like admit that the things that we say are true like they know that they're true that's why they get so upset about what we say um but now they're like trying to do these things and trying to prove to themselves that the things that we say aren't true um but it like never completely works because it's all very it's not it's not like as cut and dry as that is but they're trying to convince themselves as hard as they can that they can prove us wrong but it's like we're not wrong we know we know we're not wrong and no matter what you post on social media it doesn't like make it doesn't prove anything that we're saying wrong because we because we know what's going to happen like nothing is sustainable they've been like wfab has been in their new company for like um since january so like seven months or so like it always is okay for the first like year or so but like just wait at the end of this year and going into next year they're likely gonna start to have the same issues again like they did in in money because that's just how these things work but like for an example of like the ways that they like present things that is very like misleading that if you don't if you look at it on its face you may not realize it like in ways that always kind of shows like how they're hiding from just shitty things trauma that's happened in their lives one of the leaders of iGenius is named Dramus and she um her like every person that's in an MLM especially one that's like higher up in an MLM has kind of like their story that they tell in every call when they're trying to recruit people in or whatever that they just recite and usually their story is told in like it's always kind of the same thing no like every person that talks up they're never in like a happy part of their life that just decide to join an MLM for fun they're always like struggling in some big way and when they join the MLM they found something they were looking for and now they're happy and they never want to leave which is why that's generally how it goes because MLMs take like what when people are like struggling and sad and give them something and then once they join people who are in them feel like the MLM is the reason why they feel better which is not true they are the reason they feel better which is why when I watch them it makes me feel sad that they're giving all of the credit to a fucking scam that's like taking their money and like turning them into something somebody that they're not like you are the reason why your life improved not this stupid MLM company you are the one that did it you had to do the work in order for that to happen right you don't need an MLM to do that if they left yeah it would be hard for a while because they would have to like deconstruct from all of that from all of the trauma that happened in the MLM which is part of the shit that's horrible is that people go into it to try to feel better to basically avoid what's going on in their lives and then they end up once they leave they still have those things that they haven't dealt with from their lives on top of other things that are now being piled on um anyway to finish the story dramus's story that she always told she even has like an instagram like highlight thing saved of her telling her story is that she did like hvac and which is like air conditioning installation stuff like that and she did that um for what she graduated from college started doing that working full-time she was successful doing that and then but then she got like really depressed and there's like video and stuff that she posted of her like laying in bed with like junk food like junk food and like fast food wrappers all over the bed which brought up some horrible memories for me um but uh and like saying that she was really sad and really depressed and didn't want to get out of bed and just felt awful and then when she joined Monate. And 
because she was feeling so bad, she decided to join Monet. And the way that she always framed it was that that her job was the reason she was feeling that way. That her job, because she was working all the time at her job and she never, like, got time off or or anything like that and was always working and she wanted, um, and she was, like, depressed thinking that this was going to be her life forever and things like that. And she acts like now that like being in network marketing is better than that. It's not. Like they never get any days off. Literally none. You're not supposed to take one day off from your job. There are people in network marketing that will be in labor and will be like posting videos and stuff on their stories and reels while they're in a hospital bed. Like there are people that like got sick with COVID and would still have to make content. There's like they go like on vacation and have to go on zoom calls when they're on vacation like Dramus right now is like on v- she went back to- she's um an immigrant which is part of I think why she initially joined an MLM and I think honestly part of a big part of why she doesn't like leave and try to do something else because when you're an immigrant like I am not one but this I have friends that are and I've realized that this is what happens that, like, when your parents move you as a kid to another country, they don't have, like, you know, like, Social Security or a retirement plan like you do. Like, they, like, her parents, like, ran their own business and worked their asses off to have some money. But a lot of times, like, the their kids are the ones that, like, are kind of the retirement plan for them because they're the, and you, like, obviously you love your parents and you want to help them because they brought you here. They brought you to a better life. You want to be able to, like give them whatever they want like so like that makes so much sense in the world that she would want to do that and I honestly think that's what she's trying to do with network marketing is try to she thinks that if she stays in it long enough that she can make a bunch of money and like help and like buy a nice house for her parents and help them and give them a bunch of money so they never have to worry about working ever again and is just like trying to convince herself that that could happen one day anyway um so her story was basically like my job is the reason I was so depressed my job is the reason I was so sad and then the other day I like look at um some of the WFAB people's stories sometimes just to kind of see what they're saying because you never know they're wild you can't help but look to see what they're talking about just to kind of see what's going on and she was posting about how she went through a really hard breakup and when she went through that really hard breakup she got really depressed and and started going to therapy and the post she was making was saying like don't um was trying to say like don't look at therapy as something bad everyone goes through hard times where you need help going to see a therapist is like a good thing to do which generally is like a good thing to say but to me that like I was like okay that's what happened that that is what happened like and by that what I mean is she framed it as her job was so terrible and she was overworking herself so much that she got really depressed and um network marketing saved her from that depression from her job because network marketing's whole thing is they demonize like regular jobs to the highest level like obviously there are things with regular jobs that suck ass but there are other things with other jobs that aren't as bad as what they make it seem. But they have to do that in order to get people to join something where there's no guarantee that you're ever going to make any money. And you have to work literally every day, all day, constantly. You have to put everything of your life on social media. And you have to talk to people that constantly are telling you no and telling you to go away or blocking you. Um, and so the only way they can do that is to convince you that there's no other possible option that will work out for you. Like... If they knew that, like, you know, you can be, like, a, a, a normal salesperson would get paid, like, better than they do and also have, like, benefits and also get, like, all of the things that they act like they do. Like, they would actually get a company car that would be completely paid for by their company. They would be able to go on vacations and not have to pay for any of it. Like, my sister's boyfriend works for, in, like, the marketing department for a company And once a year, they go on, like, a work, like, retreat thing, like, MLMs act like they do, 
but literally everything is paid for. He doesn't have to pay for anything. He doesn't have to pay for his hotel, his flight, his like taxi from the airport to the place, everything, their food, drinks, everything is paid for completely by the company that he works for, everything. And they go to like really nice locations like Las Vegas and the Barbados and, and like tropical places like that. And he can bring one person. So every year, usually my sister tries to if my sister went, she would have to pay for, like, I think, like, she would have to pay for, like, her flight, or there's something that she would have to pay for, but it would, um, it's, most of it she wouldn't have to pay for either. Like, they don't know that that's what actual companies do. They're, like, acting like they do that when they actually don't, and they charge them everything. So, when Dramas told that story, she was acting like the reason why she was so depressed was because of her job, when in actuality, it seems like the reason why she was depressed was because she went through a big breakup, which makes sense. Like, it makes sense that you would be depressed after that. And it makes sense that it would then be hard. You would just eat junk food because you don't want to, like, take care of yourself or cook or any of that stuff. And it would make sense then that, like, going to your job all the time and having to work and dealing with running your own business would be harder when you're depressed like that but it's also extremely misleading because the reason why she was depressed was not actually her job it was because she was going through a breakup that's that's the reason why she was actually depressed and it but like she didn't present it that way at all she like twisted the facts that are actually true in a way that makes it work for her network marketing business and at, and she's been in network marketing now for years so by this point this is just her story and what she says and they don't think about the little things they say sometimes like that post that like shows the holes in the stories that they talk about because they're just so used to saying the same thing that they just don't think about it anymore like the other person that's the lead of WFAB that started it, that made it up in the first place is named Jasmine. And she talked about how she had an abusive boyfriend who made a lot of money. And that the reason why she stayed in network marketing is because she wants to prove that she can make that amount of money on her own without him needing to buy that stuff for her. And so that makes sense to me of why you would want to do that. You would want to like almost show up the abusive person in your life. And it also makes sense of why they're more aggressive with the anti-MLM community. Because if she's used to thinking that someone is, like, abusing her or whatever, she and she hasn't dealt with, like, any of those, of that trauma, she would feel like the anti-MLM community is almost, like, taking the role of, like, her abusive partner. And she would think that she has to constantly, like, prove herself to us or, like, attack us or um talk us talk down about us say like all these horrible things about us instead of letting it go because part of the like one of the hardest things that I've had to learn through therapy times is that like when you, the people pleasing side of you kind of ends up like tapering off and kind of going away is when you don't feel like you need external validation anymore or like other people to accept you in order to be happy and so when you go through a lot of trauma like you need that because you don't trust yourself or your own feelings or your own thoughts or your own emotions um you want you want you want you need to hear it from other people and like that never completely goes away because we're human and we like talking to people and having those like connections and bonds and things like that but over the last like two years especially like I went from always having friends around as and like not imagining a way for me to live without having anybody around to being completely by myself and making all of these decisions pretty much on my own um because there's nobody else around and so like she is definitely one I think that is still thinking about because there's no way they've worked through any of their trauma stuff while being in an MLM they could not exist in an MLM knowing that they're making all of their money based on other people's work that are beneath them and try to act like they're doing something good for people while also being, you can't do that. You, you can't be in an MLM and be self-aware. As soon as you're self-aware, that's when they leave. Um, so like, I know they haven't worked through any of this stuff. And so I can imagine that she feels like she wants, 
it makes sense to me knowing that she was going through that that she immediately started like a group so that she could kind of try to build like a found family kind of thing for herself because she likely wants that and um and if she was having horrible times with her partner or and eventually her ex she would want to find like that connection from somewhere else but it's the whole thing that your that like people in an MLM like or and like if she was really okay like I just right right before I recorded this I looked at her um Instagram and she made a post like calling out anti-MLM people and made this whole post about how we're all haters and we can't do anything on our own and we don't do anything blah 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 it's like if you really were feeling as successful as you are like she just ranked up in her company so she's doing all these posts about how successful she is and how anti-MLM was wrong about her because we she's like successful when we thought that they were going to fail and all this stuff if you really were as happy and successful and making as much money as you are acting like you are you wouldn't care what we thought because you wouldn't you wouldn't care and like the company that they work for like her and other top people are like posting things that anti-MLM people say to try to like use it to get people to join their company like they're the place that like had like their CEO like talking about anti-MLM people and how terrible people they are at like a recruitment event where they lied to a bunch of influencers about what the recruitment event was like you wouldn't have to lie to people you wouldn't have to lie to influencers and tell them that they're that you're doing like a symposium on how to monetize your social media and to get them to show up if you really were as successful as you acted you would just say that you're a com- a crypto company and are looking to invite them to see if they would want to join like your team if it really was as successful as you acted like that's all you would have to do you wouldn't have to deceive a bunch of people in order to get them to come and then make them feel like they're stuck there so and not want and want to get away like you would just be straight up you know and so it's the same thing with like jasmine and anti-mlm like if she really felt like she was successful if she really didn't feel like insecure about it if there wasn't like these if she really doesn't have like any like doubt in her head or any questioning about what she's doing or the contradictions that they say like an MLM like knowing that your success depends on nothing that you do but about everyone on your team and that you constantly have to keep recruiting new people even though you know it's not likely that they're going to be as successful as you because of because of just how the system works that the sooner you get in the the better it is that you'll be able to move up but the later that people join the harder it is to do that like they know how hard it is to make money they know and so it's like if you really didn't have any of those doubts in your head you wouldn't be looking at anti-MLM content you wouldn't care about what we say you wouldn't even acknowledge anything that we say because you would know that you're making money anyway so who the fuck cares what we think right like we're obviously wrong about what we're saying so we don't need to counteract it but the fact that they spend so much time to the point that they're now using us in their like marketing materials that they have to counteract it it means that they know that they're threatened they know that the things that we're saying is legitimate they're things that we the things that we the anti-mlm anti-mlm creators say in their videos they can't explain it and like that's the thing like it reminds me so much of me like for like from like my teens especially my 20s until I went back to therapy when I was 33 is that there's always these like continual thoughts that come up in your mind and there's no way for you to explain what these things are and you're just always like what the fuck is that like for me it was like me remembering this the amount of memories that I did remember that was like abusive things happening Um, and like some of the sexual abuse things that were happening when I was growing up there was a few of them that never went away and like so those memories would keep popping up and they were in such like direct like contradiction 
with the things that my mom would say about what things were like when we grew up or what I was trying to make myself believe about my family and things like that. Like, my mom says that she got divorced from my dad so I wouldn't be afraid of him. But then I have these memories of him, like, hitting me and sexually abusing me from the time that I was, like, six years old. So it's like those two things can't coexist. They can't both be true. Like, they both can't be right. Like, there's... It's one or... it's one or the other. Like, it, they both can't coexist in that way. You, like, you can't have not known that he was doing that while... And you can't know that he was doing it, which is one of the memories that I had. And also think that at the age of 12, I wasn't already afraid of him. Like, that's not possible. And so, when you see those things, like, contradict each other, you just, like, try to come up with any and all reasons to explain why these why what you're thinking isn't true like to find anything wrong with it like you see that so much online where like someone will like say one thing that is maybe a little bit inaccurate and someone will use that to like say that their entire argument is now false because they just want to find a reason to not believe you like that's the whole thing that all like survivors go through is like if one of our facts changed because like we remembered something better after some time went by or whatever um, then somebody will be like, oh, well, then you're, if you, you lied then, so that means that you lied about everything. Um, and so, like, that's what, like, these two in WFAB and all, basically all of the top people in MLMs are doing. Like, Jesse Lee Ward is another top person who talked about, literally every top person in MLMs, every time I've ever watched a video about them where they've talked about, like, their childhood there's always been some sort of trauma, like some sort of abuse, some sort of something that, and I'm just like, yeah, that's like, that's why people would get, that's like the kind of people that would get like attached to a group like this that would become, they would be easy for someone who's manipulate, who's manipulative to manipulate you into whoever they want you to be and would be so invested. Like I was just talking about this with somebody last night, but one of the things that's like like dangerous about life like like life coaches and people like that and like people basically like all of the people in MLMs act like they're like these self-care like wellness coaches like some of them actually start doing like life coach businesses as well to make extra money they act like they know so much about like um wellness and like bettering yourself and like self-development and all this stuff when they don't really know anything but, like, one of the things that's dangerous about people doing stuff like that is that it's very easy when you're going through, like, a traumatic thing that's really hard to kind of, like, transfer over the, like, attachment you have of the person in your life that was abusing you to this other person. Because it's just very easy to feel, like, completely, like, um, like, de- not dependent, but, like, almost just like this person is the reason why I feel better this person is the reason why I'm still alive this person saved me so I will do anything and everything for them like the friends that I had when I was super um suicidal there's a like a part of me that feels that way too that like these people helped me when no one else was around but like I also never got to the point where I looked at them as if they make no mistakes and aren't real people or can't like do things wrong themselves that's like the thing that's so dangerous like that's why therapy works is because you don't know your therapist you like you can know things about them you know their personality but you don't know everything about them and they also don't see you in any part of life like you're unless you randomly run into them on like social media or in person or something you're never going to, like, know them outside of, like, the setting of them being your therapist. That's the only relationship you're ever going to have. And even if you, like, run into therapists outside in the wild, like, when you're just in your life, they can't even say that you're a client. You have to be the one to say it because, like, legally they can't break confidentiality and that would be them breaking confidentiality. You can choose to say it, but they can't share that. Um, that's why that works that's why like when a therapist helps you and you feel like completely like devoted that's the word I was looking for devoted to them and just like love them like the therapist that I had when I was in my treatment program and the therapist that I just left I loved them so much like I found this recording of my therapist 
for my treatment program and I like wanted to cry when I was listening to it because it just reminded me of how great of a therapist he was for me and how like I wish I could find him still to like thank him for what he did for me and um anyway uh like but like that relationship ends like after I only saw them for treatment after that treatment was over I'm likely never going to see those people again but like when you're like someone in MLM or you're a life coach or something like that there's there's none of that separation and so I see so many people who join MLMs and join people's teams and become completely devoted to the MLM or like their upline or whoever because they think that that person is the reason why they got through a really hard time in their life that person helped them with their trauma that person did this that person did that and like the WFAB girls actually do like a podcast where one of them talks about like therapy and trauma as if they're like a therapist and they're helping them when they're absolutely not and there's no they have no way they're not licensed to do that (laughs) not at all um but like that's a really dangerous thing that can happen because then you like look up to them as if they're like these amazing beings like much better than you and you end up finding yourself doing things that you normally wouldn't do to make them happy and you find yourself isolating yourself from everyone else in your life who doesn't like them because you can't because you look at them as when you connect like your own self-worth and identity and happiness in your life to another person as opposed to the things that you've done like that's going to lead you making a lot of decisions that aren't great because you are the reason why you actually are happy but like MLM companies don't want people to realize that like they they work so hard to keep their people isolated so that they never realize that they would be just as successful much more honestly at least money-wise, if they left the company and just did things on our, on their own. Like, I wish so much that I could tell, like, all of the WFAB girls, and for instance, since I'm talking about them in this episode, I wish so much that I could tell, like, the top girls in that team, like, do you realize that if you left this company and worked, like, on your own as, like, a digital marketer and, like, you could, like, use the stuff that you made when you were in this MLM because like most people don't know what MLMs are so even if you could still use it as like your profile they would make so much money a year doing that they could still work their own business they could still and it would be like their actual business as opposed to being connected to a bigger business like there wouldn't be a payment plan they would have to work with you would like work whatever hours you want do whatever work you want like take jobs from whoever you want but like you could still work like freelance and you would still make like a lot of money and the more like they have so much experience with how social media works and how to make all of these things and instead of like working themselves to death and like constantly having to act like their life is perfect like that would be the great part is that like in digital marketing it's just your work it's just your portfolio that's all you need like you don't have to act like your life is amazing you don't have to post about your life every day you don't have to do any of that like you just can like do what you want to do like you do your work and plan out your work and then you're done like when I do my work I'm like I like lately my um boss has wanted me to try to help her build up like her an own personal Instagram page that she can try to build up so that as a like another thing to show clients to show like her skills of what she does um and so I've been posting like a month's worth of like pictures every day for her Instagram like once I do that I'm done for the week and that's it I can move on like when or the other stuff that I was doing like planning out tweets or like planning out posts on like Twitter and Facebook and all these other places once I'm done with that we're done and I can like move on and do something else like you don't have to keep coming back to it you don't have to post about your own life and tell like your own personal story in order to like sell your sell like the business that you're making you can just do it on your own you because it's just about your work you don't need to like tell someone your entire life story in order for them to hire you I like wish so much that like people in WFAB and all the other top people in MLM's just like knew that and like realized that that they would likely make more money especially because MLMs tend to charge them a lot of money for taxes on things that they didn't expect like they would make way more money if they just actually worked for themselves 
but like the MLM keeps them so busy and like exploits like the trauma that they've already felt in their life that they never even get to that point which is why I keep watching content about them and keep watching them because I'm like eternally optimistic like I don't know if this is just a thing with me or like if other people who have been in like abusive families do this too but like it took me so long to get away from my family and I was like deep into like believing all of the bullshit that my mom would say that like I have never ending hope for people that they'll like wake up and realize what's really going on and so like even if they seem like completely brainwashed I also know that everything they post is fake so I never give up the hope that they'll get away so I just keep following them and watching videos about them hoping that they find a way to get out 